Good morning. Like Canuga, the band room at Asheville High School, and Sweet Potato, the nickname for my grandparents' house in Florida, All Souls is a place I would consider to be one of my homes. I was baptized here when I was just nine months old, a couple steps from where I'm standing now. And after 17 years, I'm getting ready to enter a new phase of life. I cannot yet fully appreciate my experience here at All Souls, but I know that this church and its community have been very significant in making me who I am today. My family has very deep and extended roots in the Episcopal Church, as my grandfather is a retired priest, and nearly all of my family, my extended family, are Episcopalians as well with many connections through institutions like All Souls, Swanee, and Canuga. Needless to say, this faith has always been a big part of my life. I have always appreciated All Souls' approach to the faith and applying scripture to the present day, remaining very relevant and challenging despite working with texts thousands of years old. I appreciate this because I have seen this same faith practiced in so many ways, in so many places, yet All Souls remains a very special congregation because every service I I come to leaves me with wrestling with something and truly challenging myself and how I live. Truthfully, I have yet to discover a true answer as to who or what God and religion are to me or what they mean to me. And I do not expect any easy answers to come anytime soon. However, All Souls has been a sanctuary and a home for me, which has helped to develop a reverence and a passion for exploring faith. One of my most cherished memories with this church was going on a service trip to Memphis the summer after my sophomore year. Uh, One day we went to a place downtown called The Hub, which provides much-needed services to the community like counseling, clothes, mailboxes for the homeless, and is a general place there to help for anyone who needs it. While there, our group split up doing different tasks to help out, and I worked on cleaning and organizing a small room which housed many donated items from suitcases to toiletries for those in need. After cleaning out the rat poop and organizing, the, clean, the room looked drastically different, more spacious, and more useful. This had a profound impact on me because of how this small act of service would have such a profound, uh, would have such a much, a much larger impact, and through the hub would help the community thrive rather than to just survive. While I've had many other experiences serving, The spiritual leadership of Millie, her husband Bill, and David McNair from the Church of the Holy Spirit provided meaning to what we were doing there, and I carry what I learned that summer with me still. Another key experience which has been significant for me was the pilgrimage to Cuba last July. While I could go on about the pilgrimage for days, today I will just share that it had an enormous impact on me in many ways. 
One of my most significant takeaways was the connections forged with the community around Phileas a Jesus, the Episcopal church we stayed at in Matanzas for about a week. Through meals, prayer, conversation, and games, I was able to learn so much about people with whom I could not directly communicate with through language. And, this, and sharing this experience with members of this church was very special, and I will remember it for the rest of my life. However, the most impactful experience I will take away from my time here is the day-to-day -day services and events here at All Souls. From nursery and Sunday school to holiday festivals, uh, festivities, to Todd and Millie's sermons, Kyle's music, and conversations with the church members, my time at All Souls has been truly special, and I cannot thank this community enough for helping me grow over the past 17 years. As for next year, I will be attending Davidson College, and I plan to major in music and probably double major in another field. And I plan to be involved in political and religious clubs, and will be playing in the college orchestra, pep band, and possibly jazz band. As I continue my journey, I look forward to seeking out communities and organizations as genuine and devoted as all souls in the future, and I will be sure to visit often. Thank you. Good morning. It's really wonderful to see you all here. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you all in your own unique ways for contributing to my life and my experience and my journey throughout my years here at All Souls. So I grew up as part of a particular faith community, and I talk about this a lot when discussing my journey through the Christian faith and as well as just part of my life. This is because my childhood and where I learned what Christianity was, according to them, um, was an integral part of who I am today. I grew up in a community where it was godly to discriminate and where men held power over women. The bottom line is that they preached intolerance. And to a little boy who spent most of his childhood with these people, that small intolerant world was my truth. I believed in what I could see and what I could hear and what was taught to me. In my heart, of course, I never believed that any of these things were true. But when every person in your life, save your parents, holds acceptance and love over your head with conditions, it's horrifying, the thought of going out against anything. What do you do when your pastor stands in the pulpit and openly condemns those who partake in the bread and drink of the cup without taking a stinking class? You don't take communion. I'll tell you that's for sure because I'm not trying to go to hell. But taking communion where I grew up let you be part of some weird twisted club where you were going to go to heaven when you died. But if you didn't take communion... And if you took communion to the class, you probably were done for. This congregation here at All Souls comes to communion at this altar every Sunday because this is where our hearts have led us when seeking truth. To a place of tolerance and love, a place of constant revival and resurrection, 
a place where taking the body and blood of Christ simply says that we are here together on our individual journeys through this life. A place where the answer to so many questions is simply, we don't have all the answers. A place where people are willing to admit that regardless of the amount of conviction that any of us may have when speaking our truth does not make it inherently true. It's our truth, and it's our gift to the world, but it isn't fact. It's what we have learned, and it's what we have been taught, and it's simply the truth of our individual experiences. The experience of all souls, however, is one of mistakes and caring Rebirth, love, friendship, and community. But at the age of seven years old, my truth was that it was wrong for a man to love another man. My truth was that any form of lie or deceit was a one-way ticket to hell. Unless I confessed my sins and admitted to myself and to Christ that I am unworthy of his love. Where I grew up, the idea of confession is taken one step further in that they urge you to believe that the sinner deserves no man's love. They preach that the sinner is unworthy of the Lord's mercy and not to illustrate that our God is a good and just and caring God, but to urge the sinner and encourage him to feel worthless. They use it as a threat of losing membership within their religious body to make the sinner feel that they have done something that defines them as a person or even something less than. They preach intolerance based on action. In the gospel reading today, John compares Christ to the tender of a vineyard, saying that those who abide in him as he abides in us will bear much fruit. Jesus says that he is the vine and we are the branches. Through him, we will bear much fruit. I was talking to Millie about my sermon and about the contrast of the Calvinism, of the Calvinism doctrine to the doctrine of the Episcopal faith, pertaining largely to the exclusion and intolerance of one and the inclusion and tolerance of the other. And I'll give you a guess. I bet you'll never guess which one is which. <laughs> But while we were talking, she described to me in a very concise phrase something that I had felt for many years, that much of the church today acts as a sort of law enforcement agency, as a moral police, that is far more concerned with the means of production than the product itself. This and this is wrong. This and this will wall you from God's love. This and this will condemn you to eternal suffering. Intolerance based on action. Millie saying this really struck home with me because Jesus doesn't talk about the soil from which the fruit is born, nor the water with which it is grown, but rather the fruit itself. The truth is that our product the gifts that we bring to the world is what Jesus is concerned about, our fruit. And when we abide in one another as people and in this community, we, in our various different ways, 
will produce fruit. Becoming a member of this congregation after the one I grew up in was really, really challenging for me. The practice of love and community and inclusion above all else resonated with me on a very fundamental level, but I was so unfamiliar with it in practice. For a period of months, as my family attended the 9 a.m. service here, I would walk just across the street and sit at our local Starbucks, because I couldn't handle it. I was in denial that the message of tolerance and inclusion could be taught in a house of God? What? I simply didn't get it. Over time, though, through my peers here and my family talking about you all over the dinner table, I really began to warm up to the idea. But even to this day, I have a running dialogue in my mind that you guys are judgmental people. It has nothing to do with you all. It has everything to do with the way that I was raised. That to be part of a body such as this and to be accepted, there were conditions. It's hard for me to not think that Todd and Millie and Will judge me. And I have to shut this dialogue up and sit and quiet my mind because I know the truth, but it's hard. I know that my relationship with the clergy here and with all of you is filled with nothing but love and respect for me, as it is for every single person that walks through those doors. And I wasn't used to that growing up. All the love that I received from my childhood community was conditional. I really still have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that every single one of you love me because I'm human and because we're here together seeking our truth. We at All Souls have decided as a body to walk to this altar Sunday after Sunday to partake in the bread and drink of the cup when seeking our truth. And that is the gift that all souls has given to me, a place where I may bear fruit, a representation of Christ that when I abide in this community and you all abide in me, I am able to bear the fruit of this vine and be resurrected by Christ through you.